Welcome to the Team Rygate Pilgrim Podcast. Provoked by lockdown and social distancing, we will be using this platform to keep the community up to date on Team Rygate developments and engage with students, teachers, parents and alumni with regular features. Getting under the skin of what it takes and means to be a great Rygation. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Team Rygate Pilgrim podcast. Thank you so much for all those listeners we had to episode one. We were genuinely pleased and surprised by the number of people who tuned in. And also thank you to all those who offered feedback, both positive and constructive in its nature. Today, our major feature is with some senior boys who, much like the girls last week, have left a lasting legacy for junior boys and future rigations to follow. Again, it'll be really interesting for Mr. Cooper and I to dig a bit below the surface um, and get some insight into how they feel boys' sport has developed, what their personal experiences were and what they feel that's added to them as they move on from school. And then on that, what university sport may look like, what their ambitions for sport and more than just sport, life beyond Rygate are. Before we get on to the feature, I just want to cover the regular news items. Unfortunately, much like last week, news at the moment is is pretty one-dimensional. And I'm sure like many of you, we're limiting how much we expose ourselves to. Again, all the staff that are currently working are working hard on keeping abreast of information with regards to both the return to school in its broadest sense, but also what the future of school sport may look like. Um, it looks like it there will be changes, but exactly what they are, um, no one really knows. It may be that by the time you listen to this podcast, that would have changed and Boris would have given us a clearer idea. And as and when that happens, um, we may engage with more of our community to get some opinions on that as an extra feature. However, in the meantime, please enjoy the views, opinions, insights of our senior boys. We have little doubt it will be a fascinating listen. feature on the Team Rygate Pilgrim podcast. As I said in the preamble, this week is the second part of our Leaving a Legacy series. Um, Last week, I think everyone who's fed back was super impressed with the answers of our five girls, and they they really gave a great representation of what the school and rigations are all about. I have little doubt um, that the boys will give a very similar impression this week, just through a different lens. Mr. Cooper and I have obviously reflected on our questions from last week. I promise not to uh, mention full names as I slipped to last week. And Mr. Cooper this week has a much better of idea of how many guests we have after miscounting. But look, I'm sure you'll enjoy um, the upcoming feature, Leaving a Legacy Part 2 with our uh, male sports leaders. Fantastic. Thanks, Mr. Woodward. Um, guys, it's it's a delight to have you with us uh, this morning. Um, and the, um, we're joined by our five, as uh, Mr. Woodward correctly uh, identified last week, I can't count. So our five sports captains, 
and I'm just going to ask them to introduce themselves and we're going to start with uh, with Ed. Uh, hi, I'm Ed and I'm the first team hockey captain here at RGS. And uh, move Keon. Yeah, um, I'm the I'm Keon and I'm the first team football captain. Hi, I'm Owen. I'm the first team swimming captain. Hi, I'm Theo. I'm the first team rugby captain. Uh, hi, I'm Will. I'm the first team cricket captain. Well, I'm just going to pick on that. You're going to have a fantastic season, or you can almost say you're undefeated so far and, <laughs> and for the remainder of the season. So, well, congratulations to you. Um, I guess we, we, uh, we, we don't count tour games. But um, no, no. Moving, moving, moving forward, guys, uh, first question I put to you is what have you been up to uh, to occupy your time, to keep yourself busy and prepare yourself for your next stage so whether that be university or something different uh, i'm going to start with with will on that one yes yeah, so i've been trying to exercise every day uh try and keep keep your mind busy as well as doing some work when you set but obviously it's quite difficult to while we're in lockdown trying to practice lots of cricket skills so i mean i've had holly throw the ball for me a few times but i haven't been able to do too much cricket so there's been lots lots of conditioning daily me really less sports focused in that regard um have you been doing anything in terms of preparing yourself for where you're aiming to go to next year yeah i've been uh well i've been i'm still indecisive about what to do at university what sports wise whether rugby or cricket so i'm trying to be I'm trying to focus on preparing for both because i'm still undecided on which one to do because I'd like to do one or the other rather than try and try and do both. So, yeah, I've been I've just been doing lots of exercise specific to both, but not too much on either because it's been quite difficult too. Well, that's fine. That's good to keep yourself busy. Um, Owen, um, I mean, I don't think you're lucky enough to have a swimming pool at uh, some uh, some students in the country. But have you been doing anything to keep yourself busy in terms of not only sporting wise? But what about the academic side to keep yourself, uh, your mind ticking over? Yeah, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have some sort of gym stuff. So I've got a barbell, dumbbells and stuff. So that's really good. I'm using that as much as I can. Um, no, unfortunately, I don't have a swimming pool, so I can't do any of that. Um, but yeah, just trying to keep fit. And then academically, um, I'm reading a bit, which is unusual for me. It takes very long for me to read anything. So it's good. I've got a lot of time. And also doing the maths course, which has been set by school, which is quite helpful. Um, even though I'm doing economics at uni, hopefully, uh, math skills will be very useful for me. So I'm trying to keep that up. Awesome. Um, I'm going to put that one to Keon. Um, what have you been doing with yourself in this time? Uh, yeah, on sports-wise, I've been just trying to do keepy-ups every now and then, just trying to beat my record. But... Um, for school, it's been I've I've been lucky enough to do art for the last two weeks, trying to cram that in, uh, and the deadline was yesterday, so I've I've got a bit of bit of a more relaxed time now, um, just to do the bridging courses <coughs> for uni. Where are you hoping to head off to, Keon? Uh, Loughborough to do sports engineering. Oh, amazing! 
So, great yeah. place to go anywhere to do a sport. Uh, it's got some great reputation. Yeah. Um, Ed, I'm going to come to you. What have you been doing with your time apart from your uh, your awesome hockey challenges? You, you started us off with the uh, at the beginning of lockdown. Um, so what else have you been up to? Yeah, so like Owen, I'm fortunate enough to have some weights at home. But I also try and get out once a day, either it be a walk or a run. So I try and keep my cardio up as well as you know trying to put on some body mass. But um, I'm looking to try and uh, do well at pre-season, hopefully at Nottingham, assuming it's still on. Uh, looking to focus on hockey there. So, yeah, just keeping up my cardio, playing around with the stick and ball, um, just whenever I can keep the hand-eye up. But, yeah, hopefully uh, pre-season should be on and I do all right. Fantastic. It's, again, just, just keeping busy, keeping your, your, uh, your mind ticking over, but also keeping yourself active. Uh, and finally, um, to, to Theo, what have you been up to? I've seen your, your pretty impressive uh, rugby challenges. I think the favourite part of that for most people was the reactions of your dad celebrating <coughs> you with the, some outrageous skills on show. Uh, but what else have you been up to? Um, well, <clears throat> I've been doing actually quite a lot of rehab stuff for my knee um, recently. It's been a bit hard because I can't really see my physio, but um, he's been sending me some... Uh, exercises to do which I've been keeping up with which is um, quite good because then I can see the progression from where I started to where I am now. Um, I've also been lucky enough to borrow some weights from Pat um, so I've got a little gym gym equipment gym setup um, in my garage which I've been using quite often um, but yeah I've been trying to go on some runs um, but my knees kind of uh, still holding me back a little bit but yeah it's um getting a lot better which is good that's really good and um, where are you hoping to go off to next year um my first choice is uh durham um I, it was originally nottingham but um i think i'm going to do durham because the course is slightly tapered towards my preference which is behavioral science um whereas the nottingham course was just pure psychology um so hopefully next year i'll be going to durham um well, amazing. I think a couple of the girl, uh, uh, girls that we spoke to last week are off there as well. So it'd be yes. good to have a Rygate contingent once again up that, uh, up north. Uh, guys, I'm just going to um, post another question to you to, uh, for you to think about. Um, and it's the same one that I asked the girls last week, which is, is if, if you were to have a conversation with yourself as you're about to start year seven. So if you can think way back then, and I think all of you pretty much have been there for seven and I know Theo you joined in the third year so I've been at the school for at least five years if you were to have a conversation with yourself at this time just about to start secondary school or or start in in year nine what would you be saying uh knowing what you know now um and if I start with uh I'll go Keon on that one yeah so I'd say that you do everything I know the girl said this, but it is just, it's so valuable to try every different sport. So I was kind of, when, when I joined, I was kind of disappointed that they didn't have football for first years. But um, that, that led me to get more into rugby. <clears throat> and in first year, that's, that's probably one of the most fun times I've had in rugby. And in hockey as well, I started just kind of messing around not messing around, but um, I just played it just for fun. 
and then it I, like through the years I got a bit better. Um, so yeah, it, it is just so valuable to do everything, to try everything. Do you think it's a welcome addition to the the guys and girls in school that football's now been introduced from year year seven? Yeah, I think I think it's brilliant because there are so many talented players that kind of until is it this year they introduced it? Correct. Yeah, until this year they wouldn't have really got a shot in the lower years, but um, because they are offering it at school now, there's a lot more talent. I think we are quite competitive. I think the fourth years. Well, the third years they they did really well this season so um yeah fantastic um and i'm just going to post the same question across to owen what would you say to yourself um if you're in year six or year eight about to join your secondary school yeah i'd say similar to kian just get involved in everything and also enjoy the lessons which maybe you're not so good at so for me that was like music or drama or art or whatever because as you get older, you have to narrow down your choices and you won't get to enjoy that more creative stuff or just stuff you're not so serious about later on in life. Because like like um, Will said, he has to pick between rugby and cricket and stuff like that. But when you're younger, you can just try everything. So really get a feel for everything. And I'd also say talk to your teachers as well, because when I was younger, you kind of think like teachers are just there to tell you off or put you in line or whatever but they're actually there because they care about you and they want to help you. So use them to your advantage, I guess. That's really sound advice. Um, Theo, what about you? What would you say? I know that you joined us in year nine. Yes. Um, what, did that make a difference? And if so, would be, be any advice for the guys coming across to us in year nine? Um, I don't think so. I was very, I felt very welcome uh, when I joined. I knew some of the boys prior um, to joining because uh, I played a bit with them at Old Rigations, which is um, was a really kind of smooth transition um, because I already knew some of them. Um, but I think if I had to change anything or kind of tell myself uh, something when I joined, it probably to do cricket, actually, um, in third year because I didn't play a lot of cricket at my old school before I joined. Um, and I think it's a very good social event. You know, you can talk a lot with the boys and I think kind of missed out on that whole um, sporting scene, to be honest. Okay, fantastic. Uh, and then uh, Ed, what about you? What would you say to yourself? Yeah, I'd say, uh, continuing on from Kian, just get involved. It, there's so many teams in first year. I mean, I started lower end of the B team and you end up just keep going and getting better at different sports that you wouldn't realise you'd, be, you'd get better at and end up going up through the teams and it's actually quite a nice feeling knowing that you've started lower down in year seven but by the time you get to year nine you've you've become a top player in a sport like I came from Spain and I hadn't even played hockey before and um, I ended up getting to the first year captain having not played at the start of the season so yeah it's just Get involved in everything and you might find something you're good at. I think that's a common theme about from last week and this week is is get involved. Um, Will, would you have anything to add to what you would say to yourself as you're about to start your secondary school? Yeah, I mean, I sort of, when I first joined, things that didn't take my immediate interest, I sort of neglected and take it seriously. So not just sports-wise, like hockey, I'd never played. I didn't really take the session seriously and didn't really 
having you focused on it when it was the main sport for our term but also academically like the new things we were able to do like like using the music block and other different subjects available like drama sometimes we didn't really I didn't really because it wasn't really my immediate interest it wasn't on my priority and I didn't want to give it a proper go so I think looking back I'd have just said similar to Keanu and Owen just try and give it everything a go and see where your interests take you really other than just staying in your own sort of your own comfort zone so so it's about putting yourself out there and uh, trying new things, but also don't be put off by your previous experiences. I think that's fair to say on what most of you guys have said. Um, Mr. Woodward, have you got anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I, there was a couple of things actually that I was curious about. Firstly, I thought the answers were really high quality. Um, what I'm interested in here is what we've got, um, as we had last week, is five very, very busy people who despite obviously saying to themselves in year seven that they want to do more, I look from the outside and think they're super busy people who balance lots of elements of school. I guess for this podcast purpose, not least their academic studies and their sporting ambitions. But I know there's people involved in other areas of sport here, in school here too. Guys, how did you find and thereafter, how did you sort of balance the various pressures that come with being a young person in a busy school, whether it be the pushes and pulls of, of sport or academia, drama, music? Would anyone like to offer some thoughts and advice on that? Owen, would you want to kick us off? Yeah, um, I think for me, I'm a sports scholar and I think the sports scholarship scheme at school is great. And um, they've always helped get that right balance between um, academic stuff and sports stuff so as I went through with my swimming got more serious um, school often like let me sit out of games because I was obviously already doing a lot of sport in a in my normal week so I could do a bit more work and focus on that and just the support from the teachers was great all the way through so like if I maybe asked for an extended deadline they'd be really supportive with that and be like yeah of course um, so yeah I think I think the teachers just helped me a lot that's cool. So I think, Owen, just staying on that, would you would you say one of the your experiences would be that one of the strengths possibly of the institution is its support network? Yeah, definitely. I think um, being at RGS, it's not the biggest school, but that means that there's a tight community and everyone knows each other and the support is great because everyone's just looking out for each other and wants the best from everyone else. That's cool. Thank you. Ed, did you have something to add on that as well? Yeah, so lower down in the school, I used to uh, perform in drama shows and uh, play musical concerts. And I'd just say that it is easy to do it all. I mean, you have no time off, but it's so well scheduled that, you know, drama, they were having a Sunday, sports fixtures, or on your games afternoon or on your Saturday. And uh, music, they tend to have in a lunchtime where there is no games or anything like that. So it's it's all very manageable. You might not have any time off, but it's all well structured and scheduled that you can work around it and get involved in sport as well as music and drama. That's fantastic. Thank you. And Will as well, obviously you've already cited that you've, I think I'm right in saying it might be a few of you, but Will, I think you've played at least three senior sports this year. So that in itself is a, a tricky balance. Did you have something to add on that as well? Oh, we must have bored Will. He seems to have dropped off. So I might come back to him and see if he, he comes back online. 
Guys, as an addition to... Oh, sorry, Will's back. Go on, Will. See, yeah. I'm just, just bigging you up, saying how well you've um, participated in school sport. But how have you balanced everything? Um, yeah, I think all the way until upper six. I think that's work's never really affected sport and sport's never really affected my work, really. So I think I've had a good balance and there's definitely been room and support to be able to play all the sports you want and get involved in everything. And I feel like that's what's good about being at RGS. Like you've got that balance and you've got that support. It was similar to Owen, really, but it like being able to play more than just one and being able to continue working hard and stuff is what I think made it really good. My experience is really good. That's cool. Thank you. Biscuit, just one more thing, and I apologize I've hijacked. I'm conscious, and I promise all listeners that this is completely unscripted. Um, I'm conscious that everything has been overwhelmingly positive, which is fantastic. But I think uh, for the pursuit of balance, if you like, I wondered if the guys had any thoughts on if they had their time again or they look back, what they might like different from us. And I mean that us as a school or us as a sports department um, I guess the safe space for this conversation would be us as a sports program we're offering would you have any if you were the director of sport for instance would you what things might you do or add um, that you think could add to a student experience Owen do you want to kick us off again yeah as a as a good swimmer I wouldn't let Mr Cooper just set me off on time 30 minute swims whilst everyone else gets <laughs> coached because that wasn't quite too, uh, too I feel fair, like but... I've added to your success in your swimming. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, um, other than that, I, th- I think the sports department's great. Um, no, I, I don't really have... I'm sorry, I don't have too much negative stuff to say. Um, no, great. I think it was a good reason just to have a little pop at Mr Cooper. Yeah, I think. exactly. Well done. <laughs> Guys, anyone else? Look, this is an open and safe space, so feel free, please feel free. I think there's always changes. Kian, go for it. I mean, yeah, the the clear one for me was to offer football, but you, it's already happened. So that's that's it's it's a brilliant step for the school, I think. But um, I think, yeah, just support in that in football where we didn't really have it because I didn't take my football as serious until maybe a couple years ago, and I think I could have developed a bit more there, but. Um, yeah, I think giving the younger students an opportunity to look into another big sport, so some people might not have played football before. Yeah, um, it's it's a really good like year seven. You're still a young kind of young player where you can look at a lot of sports and find out what what piques your interest. So I think it is good that they've done that this year. Fantastic, thank you. And Ed, as well, you had something to um, add. Yeah, just on athletics, it sort of feels a bit neglected when you get to the senior side of the school, the athletics. I'm not really sure exactly why, but it feels quite specified, as in if you actually are a competing athlete outside of school, you can train athletics higher up the school. But I feel like there's quite a few people, especially those that would opt out of games, just to try one event. There's so many that they could come down and do on a games afternoon in the summer higher up the school. I think that's. An, I think that both are absolutely brilliant points. If I address the athletics one first, it's that, look, that's music to Mrs. Davies' ears as she's listening in, and it's certainly something 
we're looking to address, even if that is through a slight reframing of athletics in so much as we, its selling point becomes not just it itself, whilst that is a powerful selling point, but also the benefits it can have to all people and sports people, whether it be an active, healthy lifestyle or for the development of another area of their sport. And Kian, just revisiting your point, um, look, I, to be completely frank, football is uh, probably my biggest challenge. It's not the introduction of it's fairly straightforward because we know there's a population who loves it. But our next question, I suppose, and it could be a whole podcast in itself, is what what it looks like in the future. Because very important that we don't impinge on what has been traditionally schools strong sports, but we also want to give football and footballers and everyone who loves it and is involved in it the chance to develop further. So it's certainly a good thinking point. So if anyone's got any thoughts on that, please get in touch because I'd love a, a silver bullet to, to fix it all. Mr Cooper, sorry, back to you. Uh, no, no worries. Valid points and some great responses there. Uh, Ed, I'm just conscious you've, uh, you, you're you keen to, to add to that uh, almost hypothetical question that Mr Woodward answered. So feel free to just to, to, to crack on. Well, I know that adding football is a great thing, but I feel like coming into a, a school that no focuses on rugby hockey currently, everyone's played football. I don't want the rugby side or the hockey side to just get neglected because everyone knows how to play football coming into the school. So I feel that there is a balance there to make sure everyone has a fair taste of both sports. Yeah, 100% agree. I completely agree. I think that the balance is a really important word, actually. And that we subscribe to the idea of giving opportunity students opportunity to sample different sports. But we certainly don't want any new introductions to be at the detriment of other sports. And not necessarily the sport as such, but the student experience of that sport, I suppose, is a better way to frame it. So whatever we add needs to be um, just that an addition, not a subtraction from somewhere else. But I think you make a, a perfectly valid point. Will, Timmons, you had something to add as well. Yeah, I think a few years ago, we had quite a strong first team cricket squad. And they were it was a really good team with loads of county project prospects and first team priory players. And since then, obviously, we've got a much less strong team. And what's been so good about cricket is that I think our, our focus and training's been got so much better that we haven't like the the slope hasn't gone as down as we thought it would and I mean I know we had a pretty unsuccessful tour but I felt that we like as a squad and as a as cricket as a whole like everyone worked really hard and it was like I felt that the training sessions were much better it was much more focused so I feel like as I've gone on playing cricket RGS it's really improved yeah that, I mean that's good to hear and I think there's a couple of interesting points or the main one, I suppose, for this would be the framing of success, which you've almost done for yourself there. So obviously sport and in many guys' life has some crude measurements of success and sports will be winning and losing. But certainly for us within education, there is success has lots of forms. And, and I was on the cricket tour, you cite, and yeah, on paper, our results weren't fantastic. But I'd argue that the student experience, player experience and the value added was fantastic through Mr. Lex. Um, energy and, and technical now so there's lots of ways we can do that and that sort of goes on to answering Ed's point previously as well about how we seek that balance it might be that success is not quite as crudely measured again that could be another podcast in itself so I'm conscious Mr Cooper sorry 
Not at all. I mean, it just it, it, it's linked to it by all means. But I'm nationally, I think there's definitely less students, less people taking part in competitive sports. Uh, just from my own experience, there's, there seems to be less people playing club sport once they leave. There's definitely been a downward turn, not not in Rygate uh, necessarily, but in, in around the country, having spoken to uh, people in similar positions to myself and Mr Woodward, on, on people not taking part in, in sport the older they get. Um, it's fine to specialise, but why do you think there's a downward turn? And it seems to be quite, um, it's, it's, it's dominant definitely towards sort of the major sports in, in, our, in, in our type of school, but it's, it's not unique to just boys. And I'm just, I'm interested to know why you think that happens. And if there's anything that you think people in our position could do to encourage uh, more levels of, or higher levels of participation. Um, Theo, do you have any thoughts on that? Or have I bored um, you to sleep? Uh, no, um, I think it's quite a hard, um, hard challenge to tackle, really, um, especially as the older you get. Um, I think the more um, independent you become and uh, basically it's harder for a teacher to encourage or persuade a student to um, to do a sport or to encourage them to do an activity. But um, I think one of the school's kind of um, good points is that they, they do offer quite a lot of sports so, um, and different activities, especially in game sessions. Um, the amount of choice available is really broad. Um, but if I was to encourage um, or try and suggest a way to encourage students, I don't know really. Um, I, as I said, the the variety of choice available is is quite wide. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think I have any suggestions really. I think it's quite a hard area to. to I, it's definitely a difficult area. It's it, it's it's the forefront of most of our uh, conversation. Yeah. In, in terms of how to maximise participation in, inside school, I think Mr. Woodburn and I and the rest of the P staff, a, a success story for us. Is, is not necessarily people going on and signing uh, professional contracts, although be it, that's that's amazing. But it's the people that leave our leave us after their five or, or, or two seven years, etc., and then take part in sport outside in their own time. So they elect to choose um, choose that, which is uh, I know that we have a, a pretty good ethos of that in, in Rygate, thinking of the, the hockey club, the rugby club, etc. But um, Ed, you had something you wanted to add to that. Yeah, just on your point of growing up and still getting involved in sport, having school offer you sport right next to you and having uni having the sport right next to you, I think it's a lot easier to get involved then. But when you go into the workplace or say you move away from your hometown, joining a new club, I know it can seem quite intimidating or I think it's just you've got to just do it. You've got to just move somewhere new, find a club that you're interested in and just go for it. I think that's fantastic advice, and and I, th I think that that idea of just going for it is really important to everything we do because there shouldn't be any negative consequences just going for it, nor should there be any fear affiliated with it. So I think that's um, 
fantastic advice from for for young so those starting in year seven or even at Chinthurst and RSM through to uni. Mr Cooper just going on your question very quick um I'm curious whether the situation we find ourselves in now where physical health and fitness has come up the national agenda and we've all had to be more creative being active I wonder whether that has a might have a positive effect on people of all ages once we are released from lockdown and back to school whether people will be more invested in um, their physical health I suppose because it's been an important outlet I don't know if anyone has any thoughts on that or even Mr Cooper wants to add to that I think people have had to come out and be as you say think outside the box I mean I've uh, had to dust off and get rid of the rust on my bike and it's uh, I'm not thinking about buying another bike. It's, I it's, think I think I should add to that. Mr. Cooper is dangerously close to becoming a middle-aged man in lycra. So if you see him in bib shorts around, make sure you give him a cheer as he cycles past. Yes, no, photos. <laughs> I, I'll charge for photos. Yes. Um, <laughs> Owen, you wanted to add to that. I think people, me definitely, have noticed that in this tough time, um, that sport can really help mentally as well. So not just sport exercise as well. So just getting out, going for a walk, a run, whatever it is, can really impact how we feel throughout the day. So I'm hoping that after this, people will continue to do sport as a bit of an outlet and help them through their days. I think it's really good advice uh, and, and, and very important that people have that opportunity to have that outlay because it definitely not only makes you physically fit, but mentally fit as well um theo you you wanted to add uh yeah i think it's partly because um most of us um are a bit bored sometimes and have a lot to do but you know i often receive multiple texts from will saying oh, i've just done a ben stokes workout or i've just run up and down my garden 50 times um which is you know the most workout that will ever does really but it, it's um i think it's definitely helped a lot of people who you know, didn't really do much before um, because now they've got a lot of spare time on their hands. Um, so, you know, they're finding new and creative ways to do something, get active. And as Owen said, they've, you know, they feel great afterwards and hopefully that will encourage them to do it more, obviously, when this is all over kind of thing. I think that's key. Just um, with the amount of stuff that's out there, I know that the, uh, my, my own situation with my, my family that they were taking part in the Joe Wick stuff online um, which you know has, was fantastic and credit to him um, and then also the guys that I mean I think the, I, the challenge has gone out to the rugby club which I'm involved with of doing the Sally up Sally down and the idea from that came from Ben Stokes um, competing I think it was Paul Collingwood um, but uh, I'm sure yeah, Mr. Woodward was, was yeah. uh, there I'm impressed with my cricketing knowledge there. So, yeah. um, I should also, sorry, I should also give a quick plug actually, because it is going on as we speak. They are 14 minutes in that Miss Travis is doing a live online RGS active ab buster, I believe. So if, on Instagram lives, there's plenty out there and that creativity is extending as you touched upon, not just to those sort of doing the activity, but those delivering it as well. And I hope some of these things like this podcast and our online content, sort of outlasts COVID-19 because it's it could really revolutionise what we offer. Guys, I'm just going to ask you one final question um, before we wrap things up. And I'm going to ask you to look back on your time at the school 
and try and think about it doesn't have to be someone necessarily involved inside the school could be someone external but who do you think has had the most um effect on your sporting experience within the school uh, whether that be a relative whether that be a teacher a coach your peers um so just have a think about who do you think has had the most effects on you in your time and rgs to do with your sport um i'm going to come to will on that one first yeah um well as a like sort of focus on both cricket and rugby there's sort of three people who come to mind so rugby uh, paul turner really helps so those courses i did in those eastern half terms and summer camps they were really good I sort of just threw myself into them because I was so bored at home and I wasn't doing anything. So those rugby camps were really good. And he had so much advice as well. And he was Welsh too, so we got on quite well. But cricket-wise, I think, uh, as well as Mr Lett joining, uh, outside coaches I've had at Priory have been really good. So I've had a school session and then I've had a Priory game straight after. And I've been able to take what I've been learning in school from Mr Lett's evening sessions to, to write Priory fixtures outside of school. So those have been my sort of main ways of advancing my games both rugby and cricket that's that's fantastic and i know how hard mr let works um so i'm sure he'll be pleased to hear that he's had an effect on your cricketing path um ed let's come to you who do you think's had the most effect on you in your sporting career at rygate yeah so hockey wise mr bowen's brought me from not having played hockey in first year to then employing me to coach Evo in this uh, this year in upper sixth. Um, and yeah, that's basically been my biggest transition. And yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for that because I'd say that's my best sport and what I'm looking to pursue the most at uni. Fantastic. I'm sure Mr Byrne again will be pleased to hear that he's had a, another success story. Um, Theo, what about you? Um, I don't mean to make you blush, sir, but it's probably either you or Mr. Burke that's probably had the biggest impact on my sporting time, RGS. Um, Definitely Mr. Burke, 100%. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just organised the fixtures, it's fine. Yeah. Right. Um, I think I speak about it with the boys quite a lot, but uh, the constant shouting on the sidelines from Mr. Cooper. Um, it's almost quite refreshing to hear. It's, it's like a constant... I'm sure you, you, know, you mean encouragement, though, Theo. Yes, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Supportive, <laughs> supportive encouragement, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the constant pushing, the um, trying to challenge me to get better in each training session, um, finding new ways, um, I don't know, if it's, a, if it's a move in the backs or forwards, to improve my leadership skills, constantly asking me questions. Um, I think it's the small stuff as well, you know, the stuff that, you know, don't really think about all the time. Um, that kind of goes a long way from the, especially from Mr. Burkett and Mr. Cooper. Uh, Keon, what about yourself? So in the last couple of years at Leatherhead, my uh, coach, he's just, I think I've just got so much more technical because of him. Um, I understand my position a lot more um so yeah for club that would be be my coach and then at school I think it would be Mr Hetherington just in first year he was our rugby coach and um I think that's really what made me trying to push to be good at rugby I kind of I gave it up in the last um couple years but it, it was I think it was Mr Hetherington that just 
kind of spurred me on really to try in rugby because I hadn't played before I came to RGS and um, yeah I, th- I think that Mr Heddington's definitely definitely that I think Mr Heddington is is uh, is a fantastic coach he's, he's so enthusiastic and a and a huge, huge thanks to him for his commitment to the sporting programme, along with all the other staff that help us out. Without them, uh, the programme just simply wouldn't run. But I th- it's, it's, it's really nice to hear the effect that he had you, you know, take up the sport when you weren't, hadn't, didn't have any experience prior. Um, Owen, I'm going to come to you. Um, what about you? Who do you think had the most effect on, on, on your sporting career? I have to say my parents, especially my mum, because I've already... I've already promise myself if I have children I'm not getting them into swimming because the hours are just insane and the amount of times she's taken me to swimming or sat on the side of the pool um side of the pool at a gala is just crazy um and then inside school I also say Mrs Klein because when I've had some tough times in swimming she's always been there to help and talk to and then when you're having fun she's the best person to be around always good laugh so I'd have to say them She's definitely full of positive energy, Mrs. Klein. And I know how how, how hard your mum has worked with having four boys involved in, in swimming at a pretty high level. I mean, you and you, yeah, yeah, I think all of your brothers have at least swum regional Welsh schools, etc. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, as many miles been invested up and down the M4, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, Guys, just just to wrap things up from, from my end, it just it's, it's huge credit to you. I think the answers you've given have been... Uh, perfect uh, in a really good account of what your experience have been at the school and the advice that you're going to give to the, the people of the, the next generation of Rygations. Um, I wish you all the best um, for, for your next stage and hopefully we'll, we'll be able to have the opportunity to uh, have, a, have a chat in the years to come and uh, you know let's stay, stay involved in that sport and um, get yourselves down to your local clubs and stay involved in the area. It'd be uh, fantastic to uh, be able to coach you once again. And I'll pass you back to uh, Mr. Woodward to wrap things up. Thank you, Mr. Cooper. Um, if we started to wrap up, sensational. I think I definitely echo Mr. Cooper's sentiments with regards to the quality of answers we received then. And some of those things aren't, questions aren't easy to answer in, in this space with two people you've known as teachers previously. So thank you so much for your honesty. Um, there's so much there that can, that students, current students, future students, parents, can can pick up on it and learn from. I'm also really struck, and I think it's worth mentioning, and again echoing Mr. Cooper's thanks to all the parents um, and the staff and other stakeholders involved in everything we do. I think I'm right in saying that we had seven um, internal staff who were cited as significant influences on top of parents and outside coaches, which just shows the, the extraordinary strength of the support network that all our students are able to call on and then the maturity with which the students have just demonstrated tap into that resource so really insightful thank you so much um we're really proud of everything that you've achieved um and you and your peers have achieved at the school and we're pretty excited to see what the next three months six months six years look like so thank you so much and all the best in the future
Thank you so much to the boys for another fascinating set of insights into Team Rygate, um, both in its current incarnation and their experiences through that time. It is really brilliant, and especially for us in our role as teachers and in my particular case, director of sport, to get an idea of what motivators are, um, what areas they may improve moving forward, where they think they've thrived or missed out. Any All this information really does help us move towards a, a better and more fulfilling program for everyone. But also all the snippets of information should serve as a real um, inspiration to those further down the school or those in the prep schools or those who have yet to join us. So thank you so much. I really do feel, and I know Mr Fenton tweeted about this um, last week, that what we've heard from our senior students over the last fortnight gives such a tremendous indication of the quality of people that um, come out of this fantastic school. And I think it's worth at this point drawing that back to one of our major aims in the sports department, but also one of our fundamentals of the school is to do our very best to create good people who add value to any environment that they're in. And I really do think that all of those leaving us this year um, should be very proud of the legacy they're leaving. And for those students who've been involved in these initial podcasts, thanks so much. You've been wonderful guests. Till next time.